Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Today's readings are Zechariah 1 through 7. Rabbit Trails Quick Facts Zechariah is believed to be the author of this book. We don't know a lot about Zechariah other than the fact that his grandfather was a prophet named Edo in Zechariah 1.1. Edo is mentioned in Chronicles as well. Zechariah's Hebrew name transliterates to Zechar Yah. This means Yahweh remembered or Yahweh remembers. Knowing that he was from a family of priests, I can just imagine the promise his family felt at his birth when they gave him that name. These prophecies take place during the reign of King Darius, after they had returned from their 70 years of Babylonian exile. So many books in the Bible feature their most breathtaking quotes in the middle or even at the closing lines, but Zechariah begins by taking your breath away. In Zechariah 1, 3, we read, Therefore say to them, Thus declares the Lord of hosts, Return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. This is one of my favorite verses, although I have to admit to having countless favorites at this point. But let's put it back in context so that we can know what we're discussing before we dive in. Remember, never just take a single verse. Whenever someone gives you a verse, take a chapter. Better yet, take a book. Better yet, take the whole book. In Zechariah 1, verses 2 through 6, we read, The Lord was very angry with your fathers. Therefore say to them, Thus declares the Lord of hosts, Return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Do not be like your fathers, to whom the former prophets cried out, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Return from your evil ways and from your evil deeds. But they did not hear Or pay attention to me, declares the Lord. Your fathers, where are they? And the prophets, do they live forever? But my words and my statutes, which I commanded my servants, the prophets, did not, did they not overtake your fathers? So they repented and said, as the Lord of hosts proposed to deal with us for our ways and our deeds, so has he dealt with us. The father is reminding them of the sin of their fathers. This is the tragedy of their spiritual heritage amid the glory of it. Remember, this is occurring after they had returned from Babylonian exile, which was a punishment from Yahweh for the sins of their fathers, which he is bringing to mind now. At this point, being reminded by Yahweh of exactly why they had to go into exile, of the responsibility their fathers bore for that punishment will surely strike a nerve. Jeremiah 16 verse 19 comes to mind. It says, surely we have inherited lies. If you didn't check out that entire verse back when we were studying Jeremiah, you'll definitely want to do that today so that you don't miss how applicable this is to us. 
I see Zechariah 1 verse 6 as another reminder that the Father's word is eternal. His commandments, which he said were everlasting, are in fact everlasting. I know we all nod in agreement when we read statements like that, but we must be careful not to just let it be a statement that we repeat but never take to heart. We must take this and look over our lives with an honest mirror, truly seeking to find anything that does not line up with His Word in order that we may remove it. We have to be careful never to read the Bible as if it were speaking to someone else. Zechariah 1.11 tells us the angel of Yahweh found the earth to be at rest and at peace. Although we may initially think this to be a good thing, Zechariah 1.15 tells us that this made Yahweh exceedingly angry, so that gives us a better context. At this time, Israel had returned, and yet the temple was not being rebuilt. There was no scurrying about, working to rebuild what had been torn down, or to learn the Torah, or to serve the Father. They were at peace, complacent, unconcerned. We see more of this as we keep reading. In Zechariah 1.15, it says, And I am exceedingly angry with the nations, for they are at ease. For while I was angry but a little, they furthered the disaster. Remember, when things are going badly, the best thing we can do is not make them worse. I would venture to say that most of us, in many of the ways that we have disobeyed the Father before reading His entire Word and giving it authority, we had no idea how we were sinning against Him. When your main lead is to just follow the person in front of you, it takes a while to notice that you're heading for a cliff. But once we read the Word and the Father Himself shows us what He expects from us, that's the point where we must decide if we're going to return to Him or further our own disaster. Zechariah 2 verse 5 is a verse I want us to stop on for a minute and take the time to try to imagine. It reads, And I will be to her a wall of fire all around, declares Yahweh and I will be the glory in her midst. Zechariah 2 verse 7 reminds me of Revelations 18 verses 4 through 5. That verse reads, Up, escape to Zion, you who dwell with the daughter of Babylon. And Revelations 18 4 through 5 reads, Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her sins, lest you share in her plagues, for her sins are heaped as high as heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Have you ever considered being called out of the only land you've ever known by the Father? More directly, being ordered out of the only land you've ever known by the Father. I think of this often whenever I'm reading in Exodus, but I confess that I've looked around this world today, this country, and pondered if the Father might issue such a directive and what my response would be. I think our initial response belies a good bit of info on where we are spiritually and just how much of that throne in our lives we've actually given over to the Father. Most folks, if the father were to issue such an order, would reply with, Oh, he wouldn't do that. 
we must have misunderstood, or, or maybe that was meant for someone else. We cannot afford to continue this self-indulgent dialogue that tells us Yahweh would never ask something of us. He has in the past. He does in the present. He tells us that He will in the future. This is why Joshua told everyone that they needed to decide ahead of time who they were going to serve in Joshua 24, verses 14 through 15. The goal is to get to the point where our immediate response is an unquestionable packing of the bags without missing a beat. These days, I can be out the door in 10 minutes. Zechariah 2.13 says, Be silent all flesh before Yahweh, for he has roused himself out of his holy dwelling. Woo! I don't know about y'all, but just reading that made me gasp and sit still for a moment. Seriously, imagine that. In Zechariah chapter 3, it brings the high priest Joshua into the picture. Check out the Wikipedia page on him. I've linked to it here. And see what his Hebrew name was, the name he was actually called in his lifetime. He shares a given name with another, and hopefully it will sound familiar to you by now. I do not think this is a coincidence, but another intentional pattern and parallel. In this case, tying one high priest to the ultimate high priest. We end chapter 7 with a lengthy statement that I want to challenge each of us to take to soul today. We need to take this personally, using this text to examine ourselves by. It reads, And the word of the Lord came to Zechariah, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Render true judgments, show kindness and mercy to one another. Do not oppress the widow, the fatherless, the sojourner, or the poor. And let none of you devise evil against one another in your heart. But they refused to pay attention and turned a stubborn shoulder and stopped their ears that they might not hear. They made their hearts diamond hard, lest they should hear the law and the words that the Lord of the host had sent by his spirit through the former prophets. Therefore, great anger came from the Lord of hosts. As I called and they would not hear, so they called and I would not hear, says the Lord of hosts. And I scattered them with a whirlwind among all the nations that they had not known. Thus the land they left was desolate, so that no one went to and fro, and the pleasant land was made desolate. Zechariah 7, verses 8 through 14. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 We're saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of the salvation, but it is our fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.